the Fiesta Bowl. The Fiesta Bowl is going down. Notre Dame taking on Oklahoma State. That's five versus nine. Notre Dame is a one and a half point favorite in this one. That game kicks off at one o'clock. Forty-five and a half is the total in this one. Trista, what are you doing? Well, first and foremost, Notre Dame would be playing tonight if they would have lost to anyone else but Cincinnati. That's what. That's just facts. It is. College Football Committee wanted. Cincinnati not to be in it and anyone else to be in it over them. Like Notre Dame would have very much been a better call for revenue, for ratings, just for the narratives, whatever. Um, and they, there was a team that started really badly. Like Notre Dame looked terrible against Florida State. They had um, that kid that's a nice story who came in for Florida State, um, backdoored Notre Dame. I forget that kid's name. I think he had like a bad leg injury. It was like his first game back. Mm. <clears throat> oh, I do remember that. I yeah. don't remember his name, but yes, I remember the situation. Yeah, they had a really nice run at the end of the season. They've allowed 16 or fewer points in five of the last seven games. So their defense got better over over the course of the year. Safety Kyle Hamilton has opted out, which definitely hurts their defense, though. Um, and then, of course, I like this team a lot more now that Brian Kelly's not there. <laughs> uh, new coach, uh, Marcus. And <clears throat> Marcus Freeman is, like, I would say – one of those guys that everybody was excited to get announced to be the head coach, right? Like the entire, you saw like when he announced that it was him, the entire locker room went crazy. I think this team, this Notre Dame team is going to play for him. I think he's, there's continuity in the ranks. He's been there. He could have been a head coach anywhere. Like I think there was a lot of places trying to get him and yet he stays at Notre Dame. I like Notre Dame minus one. I have nothing I have nothing on the total. Uh, I like the minus one. I like the money line, but it's minus 120, so I would just take the minus one at 110. Yeah, this game is this game is really tricky because I look at Notre Dame's side, and they've been really good, especially they've been better on offense than people expected, but they're losing Kyron Williams, who is their leading rusher. Um, he's declared for the draft, so he's opted out of the Fiesta Bowl, leads the team with 1,000 rushing yards, 14 touchdowns on the ground. Also, 42 catches, 359 yards, and three more scores. Um, those 17 touchdowns, this is crazy, represent 32% of the team's output thus far. 17 touchdowns by this one guy who's opted out. 30% of their, their their scoring is gone. Um, so that's going to be a challenge because I'm also looking at them going up against Oklahoma State where their defense is really, really good. They don't have, like, key guys. That like stand, They don't have, like, a star guy that you can point to as, like, this guy is the reason – but they have a lot of good guys who play really sound football, and they're a really solid unit. Uh, coming into this game, they lead the FBS in sacks. They have 55 sacks on the year. They have 113 tackles for losses. Um, like this, this could really give Notre Dame a problem, especially as they're adjusting to playing without again 30% of their scoring from the season. Now, the only problem is on the other side. Like, yep, just about to say. I that. look at Oklahoma State and like, like that offense has been through some ups and downs. Like, I mean, the latter half of their season was like a true home foot advantage. All the games they played at home, they 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 did numbers. They scored 55, 63, 37 points in their final three regular season home games. That was That's an average of 37.3 points per game. Um, but then you look at that across the other five regular season road games, they're averaging 24 points. So you're averaging two touchdowns, almost two touchdowns more when you're at home, but when you're not at the crib, your offense is pretty much sputtering. Um, so I don't know if that attack um, or lack thereof for Oklahoma State is going to be able to stand up against Notre Dame's defense. Like this, this is something that's going to be, I think it's going to be a true chess match for both sides because 
both teams are like missing something and getting adjusted to it. I think if I had to make a play though, like if you can give me Oklahoma State though, and I get a couple points, like Just right one. now I'm getting one and a half, but it's juice minus one fifteen. If I can get one and a half, maybe we see what that gets to. Well, it's juice minus one fifteen, so probably gonna go more so to the direction of a one than more than a two. Probably not gonna get a two with Oklahoma State. I don't know if I want to pay any juice, but I'm looking at Spencer Sanders. He's kind of a wild card. Yeah, he turns the ball over a lot. He does. Uh, he had 22 touchdowns this season, uh, 16 through the air. But like you said, in his first five games, he had six touchdown passes and five interceptions. And they went 5-0. and oh. Then as the season continues, nine, nine touchdowns, only uh, five picks over the next five games. And then late in the season, it was just bad. Um, he had just one touchdown and six interceptions against Oklahoma, which they won, and Baylor in the Big 12 championship game. So he just has to take care of the football against his Notre Dame defense. His primary targets, you're looking at Tate Martin and Brennan Presley. They'll be available too. So if you like, which is key to all these games, like who's actually going to be playing these games? Like do you side with a, a wild card offense of Oklahoma State um, that has all their guys, or do you side with Notre Dame who's going to have to figure it out without 30% of their scoring and they're a running team first? Like It's it's kind of like pick your poison. Um, I kind of like the dog in this spot. I really do because we've seen them play good football. We've seen Sanders can, you know hold on to the ball and be effective in that offense fire on all cylinders, but as of late, we really haven't. Um, but I know it's there. I think there's an easier adjustment – with some time off than having to go on without having that one guy who is the engine that runs your entire operation. So if I can get the, if I get the one and a half, I think I feel comfortable with Oklahoma state. If I get a two, which we're probably not going to get, I feel even better. Um, but I don't know if I want to lay the one and a half with Notre Dame. If anything, I'll probably skip out on that. If I want to Notre Dame and just take the money line. Yeah. You can get them at minus minus one twenty. Yeah. Um, I-, I see Notre Dame putting a lot of pressure on Spencer, Spencer Sanders. Like I think they're going to bring, a lot of different looks at him, try to confuse him, try to get him to turn over the ball. Like, this kid is not – we'll just say he's not a great quarterback. He's probably the weak link on Oklahoma State. Like, they have a lot of dudes. They have a lot of weapons. So, I think Notre Dame, which is known for its defense year after year after year, having a lot of guys who are huge coming for you on both sides of the ball. You know, the line, the trenches are always like these thick boys. This year, though, it's like it's a little different. Notre Dame's defense is like kind of middle of the pack this year. Yeah. It's, it's it's a little concerning. But also when you look at like their past few games. Yep. They just got been, better and better Have and been better. really good. Like their final four opponents, they limited them to 23 total points. Like 14 straight quarters. Combined. Without, yeah. 14 straight quarters without combined, without uh, scoring or allowing a touchdown is not anything to balk at. But then on the flip side of that. You're probably without Cam Hart, who is your top cornerback. He has a lower body injury. Uh, you, you're losing. You, you got guys that are are just out of it that just aren't available. So it's so hard to think about and handicap, quote unquote, like games where I don't know what this team is like without all of their roster. Like, yeah. who is this this like backup corner? I don't know him. Do you know him? Have you spoken to him? How much film do we have on him? I don't know. Like. How meaningful is that going to be? Unless it's Alabama, then. Unless I'm just, it's I just, Alabama. I blindly trust in whoever's coming off that bench. For care. sure. And then, unless it's Alabama. But, like, I don't know. I don't know what kind of, like, depth that they have all over the place. Like, it's really hard to bet on rosters where you're not sure who's injured, you're not sure who's opting out, and you're not sure who's going to get COVID on game day. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, this is a tough one. This is a really tough one. I'm going to stick with Oklahoma uh, State, though. Give me Oklahoma State. 
uh, I guess, to pull off the upset, uh, you can get them. It's funny because you get them as one and a half point dogs, but you can pay a little juice minus one hundred five on the money line, opposed to minus one fifteen for Notre Dame. It's it's hilarious. But give me Oklahoma State as a dog. Um, Forty five and a half is the total. I think. Mm, I know. It's I a might. I one. might lean. I don't know if you know what. I really like Oklahoma State. Like I wish I could get them at plus money to win the game, but that's. I mean, <laughs> I could pay not. a little juice to just win the game, but why not just pay? Go, go, go! Get Michigan. Let's go. Sorry. What was that? I got very loud into the mic. I think I blew out our listeners. Michigan live gets into show. the red that's zone. What you're getting, that's Finally. what you're signing up for. Finally. Live reactions. Uh, yep. Long, long throw. It's still 17 nothing, but Michigan's in the red zone. Just barely. Let's see if it's bend but not break by Georgia. I hope not. We need a touchdown like ASAP. Maybe not though. Maybe not though, because that kills the that kills the under that I had in the first half. Twenty two and a half. Oh man, something's dead. Something is dead right here. <laughs> like one of these bets are dead right this second. Whoa, he's dead. He's wow. dead. They came they from that. They tried to go fancy. They tried to get cute. They go double play action on the double reverse. McNamara gets up and says, "Why the hell did we run that?" Just keep it simple, man. Let's keep it simple. This current drive that they're on, though, five plays, 56 yards. So they're trying to get things going here. But, man, that I'm telling you, that Georgia defense, that defensive line is phenomenal. Like, even when you feel like you got something, it's five steps forward. It's ten steps back. Final recap on the Fiesta Bowl. I'm going to go Oklahoma State to cover the spread as dogs. I'm gonna I think they win Notre this Dame. game outright. Trista. On Notre Classic Dame. show bet. She's on show the bet. fighting Irish. After seeing Ian Book play, I thought you were like completely out on Notre Dame players. I just have won money on Notre Dame this year. 